0: Hi guys, do you like this podcast and do you want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. So first of all, it's free and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started because that's what I used to make my podcast and I love it. Hello. How are we feeling the new intro? Oh my God. If it's really loud right now, there's nothing I can do. Okay. There is a shower that is built next to my room. If it's loud, it is just loud. Deal with it. How do we like the intro though? Is it fun? Is it recognizable? If you watch my YouTube videos, do you know where it's from? Probably do. <laughs> Hi, it's Nikki Nasty. Welcome back to the Talk Nasty Me podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Nasty. Who would have thought? Um, Today, I'm just really excited to film this episode. I love doing the podcast. Oh, I'm just really excited because I feel like I want to incorporate all these new things into the podcast. Like, for example, like the intro. And then maybe if you stick around to the end, you'll hear the outro. Um, I definitely want to be adding sound effects in the future. I just, I just have a lot of new creative ideas, but I think it's cool though to like watch something evolve. I feel like I appreciate that way more than coming in and having something that's fully structured. You know what I mean? Like people who have podcasts like don't get me wrong that's wonderful if you have a podcast from the very start or a YouTube channel that's like well produced from the very beginning and everything is tip-top perfect but at the same time I don't know I like seeing growth I like seeing the process of it all happening so I don't know I'm really really excited for this which brings me to my next point which is do we want an Instagram page okay (laughs) I'm inspired so much by your mom, Ashley, recently... And that's exactly who inspired today's podcast episode, which I'll get into. Um, But she basically has a new podcast, and it's called Extra Dynamic. I've been loving it; it's been so relaxing. It quite literally helped me through an anxiety attack the other day. I'm not using that term lightly. Um, Yeah, it's been helping me a lot. And so she has an Instagram page for her podcast, where basically she can have like a little community on there, and people can talk to each other about that week's podcast. That topic and uh that's where she asks her you know her what are you audience (laughs) I forgot that word for a second her audience questions and I don't know I feel like it could be fun because as of right now when I have to ask you guys questions I just ask my regular Instagram and then everyone's like you're really making a video about this topic I've gotten that before and I'm like, um, it's for the pod. I said that before, so I don't know why you're being judgy, but I don't know, I feel like an Instagram page would be kind of fun, I kind of have a fun idea. So if you are actually interested in that, uh, tweet me, at Nicole NicoleRaffi, or message me on Instagram, at Nicole NicoleRaffi, because I really wanna know, because I'll make one for you guys, as if I don't already have too much going on in one week, but I would love to add an Instagram page to my week. Yeah, (laughs) so today's podcast episode is, as I said, fully inspired by Ashley, and it's basically about body image and my struggle with body image, especially as of recent, and uh, some tips that I have to feel more confident about your body, body confidence, self-love, that whole spiel. I feel like this podcast is slowly turning into a self-help type of podcast, and I love it. When I was little, I literally wanted to have an advice column in like the school's newspaper. I never had that <sighs> kind of heartbreaking, but that was like always my dream to just have a little advice column and ask Nikki Nasty and I never got it. And I feel like this is me finally living out my true self. Oh, I also wanted to be an inspirational like speaker, like a motivational speaker. And uh, what is it called? People who actually teach self, uh, life coaches, life coach. I want to be a life coach. I it's I feel like this is my way of doing it without getting any degrees or licenses. And I can give pretty good advice that's based off of personal experience while helping people my age. And you guys don't have to pay for it. I feel like that's a win-win situation. I feel like I kind of won the lottery. You, you know what I mean. Anyway, um, I will give a trigger warning. I'm lightly going to be talking about disordered eating, not going into detail or anything. Um, I'm also just going to be talking about body image and you know my struggle with it, as well as some things that I've noticed on social media. So if this is a topic that makes you uncomfortable, that's totally okay. You can click off of this podcast. There are plenty of other really cool podcasts that may not make you feel uncomfortable. So give those a listen, even if it's not my podcast, but uh, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. So just letting you guys know, I'm putting on lip balm right now. Just, <laughs> I just need to let everyone know, I actually was outside today for a pretty decent amount of time because uh, my friends, who I've been friends with for a very long time now, uh, I would say I met... My friend Gabby, when I was a freshman in high school, she has definitely shaped me a lot into the person that I am today. And summer of 2016, we had the most movie-like summer that I will ever experience in my entire life. I will never have a summer like that ever again. And she's the sole reason for that. And sorry, I have something in my mouth. (laughs) And um, her and her fiance are actually moving to very... I'm so sorry. Sorry. please tell me you could not hear that. That was vile. I was picking something out of my mouth. I still don't know what that was. I apologize. (laughs) That was the nastiest thing I've done on this podcast. But her and her fiance are actually moving away to start a new journey, their new chapter of life. And so I'm really excited for them. But I was saying goodbye to them. This is my first time seeing friends in all of the however many months of quarantine it's been. Uh, very socially distanced. We did not touch. We did not hug. We were very far away and uh, we set out at this like lookout. And so I was in the sun all day. It was like the most I've walked in a very long time. The most I've gotten some sun in a very long time. And I kind of got burnt and I'm pretty sure my lips burnt too, but I did wear sunscreen. So don't come at me. I'm still very, very pale. Uh, but it was really nice, and I wish that I would have spent more time outside this summer. Truly, I mean, I still have time, but Jesus Christ it went by really fast. Um, anyway, let's not get sad here. This is supposed to be an uplifting episode. Well, it's gonna be a little sad at first, but then, but then it'll get better. I promise. <laughs> so, before we really dive in, I kind of wanted to talk about my history with my self image, my body image confidence all of that kind of sort of thing because I love giving history on these types of things because first of all a lot of you can relate to it second of all I feel like if I just jump in and I'm like here I am today it's like there's no backstory you know what I mean let me preface everything so here's the history of me when I was younger I remember the first time I was really self-conscious about my body was probably when I was in like the fourth grade I think and I was a little bit chubbier uh it was cute (laughs) obviously and uh I don't know I was just a little bit chubbier and I was super insecure because I was constantly judging myself and comparing myself uh to other girls in my class I remember there was this one specific girl who I would always compare myself to and she was a dancer and I was not And, uh, she was just like super fit. And I was like, why do I have a muffin top? I'm like in the fourth grade, why do I have a muffin top? And I was like, so upset and sad. And it was so like looking back at I feel so sorry for her because like, how old are you when you're in the fourth grade? Extremely young, like extremely young. And like to be that young and to already feel some hate towards myself, just terrible. And, you know, I grew up on Tumblr. Okay. I think I got a Tumblr when I was in like the fifth or I think I was in the sixth grade. Yeah. I was in the sixth grade when I got a Tumblr and Tumblr basically had this whole era where it was called pro Anna, and it was essentially pro-anorexia and people would post photos of themselves. Uh, A lot of times, you know, they had disordered eating and they were you know not taking care of themselves not taking care of their bodies right and posting photos as for like inspiration for other girls to get that thin it was honestly so sad but I fell down that hole as well like I looked at these photos and I was like oh my god that's what I want to look like like why don't I look like that from a very young age so I feel like it only got worse you know from when I was in the fourth grade and onward I always had like a chubbier face like a a bit, chub your face. And um, I don't don't know. It's just something that always bothered me that I just didn't feel like I fit in with all these other girls who, you know, got into middle school and they had these, you know, really skinny bodies and they didn't have all this chub on their face as much as I did. And I really, really was so awful to myself about that. And I think it was... Probably I don't know I, I I guess I grew into it eventually, um, and then there came a point where I was just like I lost a lot of weight, but I think it wasn't really necessarily intentional. I think it was just like me growing up. So it wasn't until I was in freshman in high school. Oh, keep in mind that a lot of my family would always make comments about my weight and how I look. I'm sure a lot of people can agree that their families are like this. Um, it was specifically like my Polish side of the family who thought it was like very appropriate to when they would see you instantly comment about your appearance like I would I remember coming out into like my living room and one of my family members would be like oh Nicole has gotten so chubby and I would like run back to my room crying and I was like "What? what is wrong with people like I would never say something like that to someone like see and it's just so normalized especially I feel like in not American culture, I feel like, because, well, I mean, in American culture, it's also prevalent. <laughs> Definitely. I'm not, you know, stupid to that. I think I really just noticed it because when I started dating my boyfriend, I noticed that his family never commented on the way that I looked. And it was like weird in in like a good way, because at first I was like shocked. I was like, no one's calling me pretty. No one's like commenting about the way that I look. But the more that I thought about it, it was like, oh, that's cool. They're not judging me just based off my looks. They're not only noticing that about me. like They're noticing my personality before the way that I appear. And that meant a lot to me. And I do appreciate that now because it's just so flawed how we... It's so normalized to make comments like, oh my God, you've lost weight. Oh my God, you look thinner oh my god you whatever like whatever the case may be I feel like it's ridiculous and I don't like it so I got into my freshman year of high school and I started to play field hockey and in field hockey I gained a lot of muscle which was awesome because I never had muscle in my life before and that was really really cool to grow into um and then I I just stopped doing field hockey. So it it didn't last long, but it was really interesting to see what my body could actually do. And I feel like I was a lot healthier about things because I didn't find myself comparing myself to other girls on the team. Like it was more so about like how well you play the game, not how you looked, which was, I don't know. It made me appreciate a lot more that I got into high school and I didn't even feel the need to compare myself to these girls when my entire middle school experience I was very very hard on myself and the way that I looked and constantly just thinking about body image and I think all of high school I didn't really think much about my body to be quite honest I think I kind of got over that phase like where I wasn't really I guess conscious or very hard on myself about the way that I looked I just kind of appreciated it and I moved on with my life I focused on other things and I I don't know. I I appreciate that time in my life a lot because I just kind of like got to skip past the whole phase in high school where a lot of people are very, very, you know, self-conscious and hating themselves. But I just kind of had it in middle school and then I kind of went away in high school. But when I'm really, really stressed out, I tend to lose a lot of weight. And that's exactly what happened to me um, when I went through a breakup. And a lot of people notice like me losing weight and stuff and I didn't at first. It wasn't until a while later when I like looked at comparison photos and I was like, oh no, like I really have lost weight and I I did start to worry about myself and my family as well. And so I decided that I wanted to change my life around sometime in like winter of my senior year of high school. I decided I wanted to change my life around and I wanted to actually gain a lot of weight. I wanted to gain muscle and I decided that I wanted to become a weightlifter. And that was the first time that I ever picked up something like that before. And the way that I decided to do it was actually to reach out to a friend of mine who I actually worked with and she became a trainer. And she it was in the beginning of her, you know, training career. She's a lot more advanced now. I mean, at the time she was quite literally just a couple years older than me, if not like 1 year older than me. And she was my trainer. She became my trainer. She taught me how to gain weight. She taught me how to track calories. She taught me everything I needed to know about weightlifting. And I don't want to, I don't know if she's listening to this. I don't think that she is. I appreciate her dearly. I really, really do. However, I do think that sometimes having a trainer caused me to have flawed thinking about myself and it started to make me super self-conscious about the way I looked once again. Like something that turned into that's something that started as me trying to build myself up and make me feel really confident about myself and stronger and healthy made me really hyper aware of everything and the way that I looked and first of all I don't think it was smart of me to be tracking calories every single day for however many months that I did. I don't think it was helpful for me. I feel like I wish that I was taught how to intuitively eat. I wish that I was taught, you know, it's just listen to your body. Don't force yourself. All of these kinds of things. Um, I wish that I was taught more of that. I wish I, it wasn't so forced upon me to take progress photos like every. Twice, like twice a week. I think I was taking progress photos like twice a week. That's awesome if you want to take progress photos very often, but it really messed with me, like really, really, really badly. Um, and I remember... Well, first of all, I I became so confident once I gained all this weight and I remember specifically I was in an art class and we had a substitute teacher and he like kind of knew me since middle school. Like I didn't even, I don't even remember his name, but he just kind of like worked in the school district. And so he like basically saw me grow up and I remember the one day he like pulled me to the side. He's like, Hey, I, I don't, I hope that you don't take this the wrong way. But uh, I just noticed, like, you're a lot more healthier now. Like, you seem so much happier with yourself and that, you know, excuse me if this is incorrect, but you look like you've gained weight, but, like, it seems to be that you're, you know, like, lifting weights now, whatever. Like, that's awesome. And, you know what, take that as you will. If you think that's creepy, whatever. I I found it to be a very nice compliment because it was true. I was so deep into... Of a depression and sadness when I was not eating as well and I was so anxious constantly and I was losing weight rapidly and to hear that I look healthy and happy that meant so much to me and um, yeah that was like my life senior year I would just go to the gym like literally I would leave school early because I didn't have any classes I would leave at 10 a.m. I would eat in my car and I would go to the gym and then I would come home and then I would do whatever activities I had for the rest of the day. That was my life. I was just a gym rat at noon in high school, which is so weird to think about. Like now looking back at it, that is so weird. But man, that senior year, I was so free. (laughs) So um, yeah, I remember getting to college though and I remember once talking with my trainer and telling her, like, hey, you know, I realize that it's a lot harder to go to the gym here, like, at college. Like, it's not as easy as it was at home. I, I'm not getting out of class at 10 a.m., you know? I'm getting out later, and uh, I'm, I'm busy. And also, the gyms are packed. And I was so scared. The first time I went to the gym, I saw all these muscle-headed dudes, so many very attractive college boys in a packed gym. I had nowhere to move. First of all, I went out the wrong time. But I went home and just cried. Like I walked into the gym, saw everyone who was there, felt so insecure. I went home and cried because I was so terrified. I was like, me, this freshman, classes haven't even started yet. And I'm so intimidated by all these guys because I think that I can lift weights. All of a sudden, looking back at it, I wish I would have go went and like did my what I needed to do. But I was so scared. Now I don't care. Now I'll do whatever I want. But um and it was really hard for me. And I, I told my trainer, I was like, listen, I, I'm I'm really kind of wanting to still, you know, gain weight. I, I feel like I might be losing weight a little bit and I still want to keep, you know, being on track to gaining muscle and weight. Um, but I, I don't think I'm really comfortable with tracking anymore. I feel like I'm kind of doing it obsessively. I kind of want to stop. And I remember her texting me and saying, well, there's no way to gain weight if you're not tracking. And like, a side face like the the two dots and the slash and I remember reading that text and I was like oh my god I felt so like defeated I felt like so like not heard um in that moment because like I feel like and I don't want to bash this trainer because you know she was young and she was at the start of her career and everything and I'm sure you know her intentions were in the right place but at the same time it's like somebody just told you that they're feeling like they're doing this obsessively and that this is starting to be a detriment to them and you're now telling them that they have to track all their meals they have to track all their calories in order to gain weight and that is not true that is just not true i'm telling you right now if you want to maintain your weight maintain how you look and feel you can do so by intuitively eating and intuitively working out. If you want to lose weight, I believe that you can do it by eating intuitively. Same thing with gaining weight. I don't think you need to be seeing numbers. You know, sometimes for me personally, from my personal experience, there are a few days, like once, I would say once a month, I'll track my meals um, just to see if I'm getting all the right amount of like nutrients, and also making sure that I have enough like macros, for example. So macros are protein, fat, and carbs. And especially as a vegan, ugh, everyone will tell us that we're not getting enough protein. I am, trust me. But I'll like track my meals all in one day to see like, okay, what are my levels at? Like intuitively, am I eating too? much protein that's really never the case but like stuff like that so that I can just like readjust like what I'm eating um and so that like my digestive health is good and all of that and my energy levels and stuff so it's just good to like do that for me personally but I'll do that like once a month I won't be tracking all the time and you know power to the people who want to track consistently but I don't know I just feel like life is if if your life is being controlled by these numbers and it's if it's making you feel bad, then it's not worth it. It's, it's not benefiting you. It's harming you. And so that was really, really hard for me because I really wanted to gain all this muscle, gain all this weight, whatever. Um, and <laughs> I did eventually gain the weight and become exactly like what my quote unquote dream body is. I became that. And then I was mean to myself about it. And and I'm talking about myself present day, okay? Um, Like I said, this this podcast is very transparent and it can get a bit touchy at times. But I have gained weight in the past few months and I needed to gain weight once again because I was a little bit getting on the lower side again. Um, My stress levels were extremely high. Uh, this last fall semester was literally hell on earth for me. I lost a lot of weight. I was not eating. I was not taking care of myself. I would not get out of bed. I would eat one meal a day at most. I was too scared to leave my bedroom. It was terrible. And my body like couldn't hold anything in that I would basically put in it because it was like, what the heck is going on? And so basically... I needed to put on some weight and especially when I came home from quarantine 11 make a wish especially when I came home from quarantine getting mom's cooking that's the best that is the best getting love from your mom that's the best but um yeah I did gain weight and I'm happy about it I'm very proud of myself because I needed to gain that weight somebody commented that my face looks fat uh, okay <laughs> that's my face whatever that kind of stuff does not faze me anymore when other people say it to me, But why am I being so hard on myself now? And I notice that now suddenly, like, I have this body that I always wanted. Like, I feel healthy. I feel like my body's actually getting nourished every single day now. And I'm being mean to myself about the way that I look. It just doesn't make sense. It's an endless cycle. And that is this is where I'm getting to my point. That is why goals should not be solely based around the way that you look. It should be based around the way that you feel. And I wish that I was taught that so much earlier on. I wish that I didn't base fitness around the way that I looked. My goals were always, it was never about like, oh my God, I want to deadlift this many pounds because it's so heavy and that would be such a cool accomplishment. It was always like, I want to deadlift this much so that my quads can get bigger and so that my ass can get bigger and blah 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 blah. Does that make sense? It was never about how it made me feel, or these goals and accomplishments of getting stronger. It was about the way that I looked. And that's not how health works. That's not no, because health and the way that you look do not always correlate with one another. You could look like you're so in shape and so healthy. And then you could be so ill on the inside and vice versa. You know what I mean? Everyone suddenly wants to be doctors to people who are overweight and posting on social media and will give their opinions on their health as if we know what that person's health record is, if they're healthy or not. That's no one's decision to make but their own feelings as well as doctors um, and their own doctors at that. And so it should not be strangers on the internet by any means. So I guess what I'm just trying to say is that I'm kind of in this process or quote unquote journey of trying to finally accept myself for who I am every single day, because I feel like I've been working on it at least for a while on in quarantine to be more intuitive with myself and be more mindful and I feel like a lot of it is how hard I am for myself as a human being Jesus Christ being completely flat out transparent here I if I took a shot every single time that I did an ab check if you don't know what an ab check is it's when you go up to the mirror and you like see if you have abs um If I had a, if I took a shot for every single time I did an ab check in the mirror in a day, I'd be dead so long ago, so long ago, Uh, but I don't do ab checks. I just see if my stomach is flat and it never is because guess what? I have IBS. (laughs) There, I said it. I have IBS. I'm constantly bloating. I get a lot of questions. How do you control bloating? Nicole, I hear that you have IBS. I don't know if you're joking or not. What's going on? I have an answer for you. I'm still working on it. I'm still working on seeing what works for me, but I'm constantly bloated. And me being constantly bloated has added so much stress into my life and so much sadness and so much insecurity. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. It's something I can't even control. I'm I'm learning how to control it, but, but for myself to feel better physically, you know what I mean? Um, for me if you don't know what IBS is it doesn't matter <laughs> ask your parents um i've been trying to figure out what foods are triggering me and my stomach to feel upset and i've ruled it out for the most part it is gluten it is it is i it's been confirmed i do have a food sensitivity to it um i don't consume dairy or egg products because i just i'm vegan and uh soy for me I still eat it, but if it comes in dairy form like soy milk, I can't handle it. I cannot handle soy milk, but I don't even have it. But my point of this all is um, is that I've been so awful to myself recently, and I don't like that, not one bit, because if I treated someone else the way that I treat myself, I'd be such a terrible person, but because it's to myself, it's like socially acceptable. Like, it's t- totally fine to hate yourself, but if you bullies someone else like this, it's, it's bad. I hate that. I hate it so much. And so I wish that I could go back to a time where I had no thoughts about my body, like no thoughts had empty. But like when I was in, when I say high school, yeah, when I was in high school, I like just didn't think about my body. It was just a vessel that carried me and I appreciated it for what it did. It got me from point A to point B and sometimes I mistreated it. But It it did me well and I I didn't constantly stare at myself naked in a mirror and like compare myself. I was just cool with how I looked. I went to the beach with my friends. I had no issue. I was just like, yeah, let's go to the beach. Wore a bikini. Didn't care. No cares in the world. I was totally fine with it. So why am I insecure now? Like what? What? Stupid. So stupid. That's I have this conversation with myself quite a few times a day for the last few days until I knock it into my head. Um but yeah, especially during quarantine, I feel like it's gotten so much worse. And I think I'm going to blame social media again. I'm going to do it, but I, I'm going to blame social media on this one. Um, I think that me being on social media makes me feel worse. I noticed a couple of years ago when I was in college and I started to feel insecure again. Um, <clears throat> I noticed that, should I not cough into the mic? Is that like rude? Whatever. Sorry. Um, I noticed that When I was following all these like Instagram models and fitness models, it made me feel terrible about myself. I was constantly comparing myself. I would send pictures of other girls like my boyfriend be like, why don't I look like this? And then... I realized once I unfollow these girls, I feel a whole lot better about myself because out of sight, out of mind, you know what I mean? Like nothing to compare myself to. that was awesome. That helped me out so much. And there's nothing against those girls. Like they're killing it. They look amazing. I'm sure that their content is helping someone else. But for me, it made me feel worse. So I just don't look at that kind of stuff anymore. However, I am looking at that kind of stuff without even realizing it. And that's on TikTok. I literally am looking at photos like that on TikTok. There's so many girls who are posting, especially right now, like, I lost 25 pounds during quarantine. This is how ripped I am. I'm so happy for you that you are feeling better about yourself. I'm so happy that you're feeling healthy and strong and confident. And that is wonderful. This is nothing against those girls. This is me against me. I'm not mentally in a good place to see hundreds of TikToks like that a day because I'm spending way too much time on TikTok. And as soon as I see stuff like that, I just hit not interested because to one girl, like I said, it might be motivation to another. But for me, it's just killing myself. It's hurting myself so bad by watching all these constantly. And so I've decided, uh did i decide this wow i said that very firmly i I think i might delete tiktok for a few days i really do because i think it's truly making my mental state a bit worse and comparison especially the side of tiktok in case you're curious what side of tiktok i'm on i'm not on straight tiktok i never was on straight tiktok i'm on alt tiktok i'm on frog tiktok i'm on beans tiktok and uh, a bit of fashion TikTok, quite a bit of fashion TikTok, yeah. And uh, a little bit of fitness TikTok, and, and oh, vegan food TikTok as well. This might not make any sense to somebody who does not have TikTok or whatever, but there's essentially different sides to it. And uh, straight TikTok is like usually dancing and dancing, yeah, mostly. And uh, all TikTok, it's it's a mess within itself. But my point of this being is that I don't think I'm serving myself quite nicely as of recent. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and quarantine's not doing that any better because all I do is sit on my phone all day. Like today, I was not on my phone at all. I was just enjoying the weather with my friends. It didn't matter how I f- looked. They they enjoyed me in my vessel and I enjoyed them in their vessel. And uh I, I didn't think about my body at all today, really, until I got home. And uh I went on social media and then I started thinking like, oh my God, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not toned enough. Blah 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 blah. Stupid. I, I just I think I just need to get off of there. You know what? <clears throat> I'm deleting it right now. I'm going on my phone right now. Do you hear this? Yeah, that's my nails tapping against it. Where is TikTok? Delete. Delete app. Delete. It's gone. Oh, God. I've done this in the past. I've deleted TikTok in the past, but yeah, that needed to be done. It's not doing me any good. I'm sick and tired of feeling self-conscious about being bloated. Oh, my God. If I see one more thing, it's like how to relieve bloating, foods that don't cause bloating. Bitch, I'll bloat if I drink water. You know, <laughs> that's what IBS is. Um, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful to feeling better about myself. I definitely want to get back into exercising, but not to make myself look better or look different. That's not my intention of working out anymore. My intention of working out at this point is to get stronger to get fitter, more in shape so that I can do things and have more agility. I don't want to walk up the stairs and be out of breath anymore. That might be my asthma, but I want to work on that. I want to be able to run because I feel like running is so freeing, but I want to get better at running. And I just want to be able to do all of these activities and not focus it on the end goal of what my body will look like. I remember getting (laughs) told by like, Instagram fitness trainers or whatever, like, oh, the only way to gain muscle and like look hot like this is to do weightlifting and like zero cardio. And you know what? I'm going to disagree. Uh, weightlifting, I don't think is my favorite form of exercise anymore. I think my favorite form of exercise now is hiking and yoga. Wow. I sound like such a granola girl, but it's the truth. I love weightlifting still. It really does hold like a really close place in my heart, but it's really hard to do when you don't have a gym. I have like two dumbbells that are 15 pounds each. I do what I can with them, but the most joy I felt was when I was taking these hot yoga classes, but okay. I love hot yoga so much. First of all, classes are kind of expensive. Second of all, um, it's not that accessible you know, all the time, And also, uh, it's, it's literally a pandemic. I'm not going to a hot yoga studio right now, even though I would love to, it's not safe, at least in my area. Um, and basically the studio that I go to in my hometown, they were doing these online sessions on Instagram where they would like record themselves as they were doing it for like 45 minutes i love that so much i love doing yoga every single day i felt myself getting stronger i felt myself more at peace and relaxed and i would end the class and feel so much better about myself any worries that i had oh so much better and then i remember ruling out yoga and not doing it because i was like oh well i'm not gonna look crazy ripped if i do yoga and oh what's that gonna give me it's just a waste of an hour so stupid it's not a waste of anything if i'm if i see it as a waste because it's not giving me a pump and it's not making my making me ridiculously sore the next day or all of that kind of stuff it's not a waste god yoga is so useful and um same thing for hiking i love hiking dearly it's just a little bit hard right now because of the pandemic obviously last time I went hiking I went hiking once during this entire thing and I thought that the trail was going to be empty we drove like over an hour out and it was packed we had to wear a mask the entire time it was a bit freaky but yeah it was just very very stressful and um, I don't know. I'm very tired of this whole mentality of, oh, I shouldn't do yoga because I'm not going to get ripped from it. God, people get so in shape from yoga. They get so strong and they get such balance. And anyway, that's what I want to achieve, essentially. I have a lot of new goals for myself. I feel like I've realized recently and not because they'll give me monetary gain or they'll give me physical gain, like, you know, my physical body, but because I'll just enjoy them. Like things I just want to do because life is precious and I should enjoy it. So I'm going to do it. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. So it should make sense to you. (laughs) But I do have some tips to feeling a bit more confident, about yourself and and body wise especially if you're struggling with body image and feeling self-conscious and I talked to my boyfriend who um I love him dearly and he also (laughs) struggles with self-confidence and body issues and you know guys don't often talk about it but we have conversations about it quite often and he's been helping me a lot through this because this is a little bit, you know, it's been like a cycle for me, but it's been especially bad the last few months. And he's just been so patient and loving, especially through it. But um, he's finally in a good place in his mind with everything, which I'm so happy about. But uh, I've noticed that I watched this one TikTok and it really shifted my perspective about things and I encourage you to try it. So this girl was basically talking about how in her family growing up, her mother never discussed body image with the family. It was never a topic of conversation. Like her mom would never compliment her on the way that she physically appeared, but she would be like, you're so smart. You're so kind. You're very talented, those kinds of things. And it was never about the way that she looked and that she grew up and never had body issues like this girl literally said i i literally grew up and i didn't struggle with self-confidence or body image at all and i think that's something really valuable to think about is the way that we think of others the way that we think of ourselves and the way that we speak and act upon it so i think like let's say the next time that you're out and you see someone instead of you know, your first instant reaction, we can't always control our thoughts like that, but our first thought might be like, oh my God, their body is so uh, fit, whatever. Maybe your second thought after that can be like, okay, well, you know, I'm sure that their personality might be great too. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that we should follow up these thoughts about people's physical appearances. I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to, to, you know think positively about people's physical appearances but like instead of thinking like oh that girl's butt looks so great like oh my god I wish my butt looked like that you could be like oh my god those jeans are really cute like she really knows how to style those jeans like that outfit is so fire like that kind of stuff um I think it's not always the first thought that matters as much because a lot of it is just I don't want to say instinct because there's a difference between instinct and I don't know. I took a whole class on that, but clearly I didn't retain anything. Um, What I'm trying to say is that it's usually the second thought that matters a bit more than the first, because the first thought is like our subconscious. And then the second thought is usually our conscious where we're making, you know, a structured decision about what we just thought about. And so I think I'm going to try and do that more often, especially when I look at myself, like instead of just being like, Oh, you're bloated again. Uh, Gross. I could be like, well, you know what, Nicole? Who cares that I'm bloated? Because guess what? My personality is great. Shit like that. I'm just trying to be genuine here when I say that. I think the less that we talk about bodies (laughs) and body image, the world would be a much better place. It's just terrible that a lot of advertising is based off of body image. That's why I will never, ever, ever do any sort of advertisement for fit tummy tea. God, I get those kinds of emails all the time. I will never promote something like that. I will never promote a laxative to my audience. Uh, But point being, that's something just to think about. Um, And maybe call out your own family in case they're making comments or something. If they're making comments about like themselves or something, be like, you cut it out with the body talk. You know, let's talk about our, our thoughts, our personalities, our hopes and dreams, you know? Um, The second thing, that I recommend is finding realistic. If, if you're a lady and you want to find realistic women to look up to, find realistic women to look up to, or if whatever, wh- whoever you want to look up to, find someone who's actually positive and realistic on social media and follow those kinds of people instead of the ones that are maybe not so realistic or maybe not so positive about themselves. Um, I recommend of course, your mom, Ashley, she, the way that she talks about herself. I love it. Truly. Um, you can see it in her podcast and you can see it in all of her videos. She even talked about, she did like a, a hair glow up, like she dyed her hair and everything, but she was like, Hey, just remember, like, it's important to know that a glow up does not necessarily have to do anything with your physical appearance. Uh, I feel better because I went for a walk and I read a book and I spent time with my family and that made me feel better. And that's a glow up to me. I wholeheartedly agree. I'm currently filming a video where I'm like trying to turn my life around a little bit in like 72 hours and you'll, you'll see it soon. But, um, I'm trying to focus a bit more on the stuff that actually matters to me. And that even meant like, you know, not uploading a video because I was like, you know what? It's more important that I focus on myself. Shit like that. Um, another woman is women. Did I say another woman? women. I feel like I said that really weird. Sorry. Claudia Salewski. I love Claudia Salewski. We already know that this is not new information. She has a video basically about her entire journey with her body and finding, you know, self-love and her struggle with all of that kind of stuff. She's so positive and so real about all this kind of stuff and very intuitive and you know, she makes actual content that I would show my daughter if I had a daughter. It's just a very pure woman that has her audience in the best interest of mind. And you can tell because there are some people who don't have their audience with the best interest. That's like one of the reasons why I never want to do what I eat in a day. Because you know, I've done videos in the past. I've done one what I eat in a day video and it went over well. I feel like it went fine. I don't think I got really any negative comments, but uh, a lot of people asked me to do another one. And I was like, I'm not in a mental place whatsoever to be making a what I eat in a day video because a lot of people asked me during my fall semester this last year. And I just wanted to like, Tell every single comment. Well, I didn't want to tell, but like every single comment that was like, you really need to do a what I eat in a day as a vegan in college video. The reality of it was, I was eating like one tiny quesadilla a day. And that was it because I could not function. I could not get out of bed. I could not eat. So, no, I was not in any place to be making a what I eat in a day. And that would have been fair to my audience to be like faking. Um, meals or like showing obviously that like that would have just been so flawed and so I think waiting until you're in a healthy mental place to be first of all making videos like that which is what Claudia does like she she made a what I eat in a day video today and everything that she's eating is intuitive she's not like tracking counting calories just eating healthily what her body needs and uh, feeling good about it and a lot of nutrients and showing, you know, it's it's really great and fun to eat fresh vegetables and fruit and eating till you're full and, and not promoting like, God, I saw this some bullshit on t- TikTok earlier. It was like this woman who was like, take a bagel and like literally pull out chunks of the the breading from the bagel so that it's like less dense. What? It's a bagel. Eat it. It's intended to be eaten like that. Don't pull out so that it's less carbs. That's ridiculous. God, I uh don't get me started. It just makes me so sad. Um, but yeah, following more people who are actually good for your mental health on social media like that and are actually inspirational, highly recommend. And uh my last tip is to maybe do what I did and uh go on a social media cleanse. I'm not doing a full social media cleanse, but uh I kind of want to, to be honest, like with Twitter, Jesus, oh my God, I got really, really riled up on Twitter. I'm starting to hate Twitter low-key. I saw this post. It's not necessarily body image related, but it's looks related. So it was this post and it was just basically bashing uh, Joey King and I believe his name is Jacob Alorty. He is in Euphoria and they used to date and they were in the kissing booth together. And it's like a side-by-side photo of them. And then everyone's roasting Joey King awfully, brutally about the way that she looks. Terrible things being said about her. And I've seen it before. This is not the first time that I've seen this. And it makes me so sad because this is a real human being with real feelings She's a real person. What did she do to deserve that? Because what? She del- dated your favorite celebrity because she was in a movie that you didn't like? What, nobody deserves that kind of stuff. And it makes me so angry because I feel like it's so normalized and we're so desensitized to how awful people can be on social media. And I think that's like the new thing on social um I mean, it's been around, but I feel like it's so normalized now to just bully people and it'd be called humor. It's like, oh, that's, that's just my humor. Or like, uh, I don't know. I feel like if you called someone out nowadays and be like, "That's messed up. You should not be talking about Joey King like that. This is a real human being." Their response would just be like, "No, with a heart. Shut up. Shut up. Be nicer to people. It's not cool to be rude. It's not cool to be nasty to people." I don't. I, that was no pun intended because of the name of this podcast. I just mean like, it's not. It's not cool. It's not a trend to be a terrible human being to others in the name of humor or in the name of anything. Um, and so I'm I'm happy I deleted TikTok. Maybe I'll feel a bit better about myself. I mean, it's the way I go to sleep. It's the way I relax, it's the way I unwind at the end of the day. I love showing my mom TikToks, but I think for a couple of days it'll be good for me to just not sit on there constantly and looking at really pretty girls and be like, why don't I look like that? Bitch, you are pretty. Look in the mirror. You're you're pretty too. You're you're pretty girl. So anyway, <laughs> that is my whole spiel on body image and self-love. God, sorry, I just want to like on a whole a tangent, but I'm just really excited for myself to feel happier with myself. Like I already feel it. No, I, I have been already feeling it. Um, cause I don't know, I'm just sick and tired of holding myself back and not living my life, having terrible anxiety over over the vessel that I'm in. I heard like uh, your mom Ashley in her podcast, they were talking about that, about, you know, your body truly just being a vessel. And I just didn't really ever think about it like that. Like I am the person within and wasting time, literally shitting on myself. Okay, not literally <laughs> shitting on myself, but giving myself crap for the way that I look for something that I should be so grateful for. A body that, you know, helps me function every single day. I get great sleep. I get to eat awesome food. Sometimes it backfires and gives me IBS, but you know what? I'm grateful for the vessel that I'm in. (laughs) I hope that you guys can find a bit more self-confidence and a bit more self-love for yourself. Um, Maybe some of you have related to some of the things I said, and if you did, I'm so sorry because I would hope that not a lot of you relate to me feeling Like crap, and you know, not necessarily having the greatest experience with having a trainer and everything else. But, um, regardless, this is very cliche, but you're not alone. A lot of people go through this, almost everyone goes through with this. It's not just girls, it's guys too. And, um, I don't know. I just wish that it wasn't so normalized to hate yourself. I think it should be a lot cooler to really like yourself. Um, I am going to be reading a rating and review. If you didn't know, at the end of every single podcast, I'd like to read a little rating and review and you can leave one too on the Apple Podcasts app in case you want me to read yours next time, maybe. And uh, please rate this podcast five stars if you would like. Uh, It's really the only thing that actually helps me out (laughs) is by rating this five stars. Um, It's not like YouTube where you can, you know, comment on it or give it a like or anything it doesn't really work like that. It's pretty much rating and reviews are the only thing that helps so it's really cool i love reading them though but uh this message says i love listening to this podcast at night during my self-care before bed nicole is a super insightful and interesting virgo she is entertaining to listen to even when she's just speaking a normal calm conversation she's down to earth and intelligent i take her advice and apply it to my life jesus christ is actually her dad and that's why she always says he's not around I love that. That's hilarious, especially the ending. But that makes me so happy that you actually listen before bed because I love listening to podcasts before bed. Um, I consider that a part of my self-care routine as well. So that means so much to me. Thank you so much. But um, I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast. If you guys want to, for whatever reason, listen to it on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel where I post all of these on Mondays. Um, I used to do a video format of it. Some people ask me why I stopped doing that. It's because I didn't really enjoy doing it. I didn't really enjoy doing a video form of the podcast. I feel like maybe if it were a different setup or if I were not in my bedroom, like at my desk, I feel like it might be different, but, um, I don't know. I'm not crossing it off the table for something that I won't ever do in the future, but not something I really want to do now. Um, And yeah, don't forget to uh, tell me if you actually want an Instagram page. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go now and uh, I will catch you next week. See you ladies.